Hi, you're listening to the Abundant Encounters podcast, and this is Mary Marsingill. We're so honored to have you. And just quickly, before we get started, I wanted to remind you to rate this podcast and give positive reviews anywhere you're listening, Apple, Google, and others. Just talk about what you're experiencing, or especially any encounters that you felt like you had during an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could take five seconds right now to pray for our podcast and ministry to succeed. Five seconds might not sound like much, but we believe that our collective prayers will make a massive difference and protect and prosper these ministries' efforts to glorify and exalt Jesus. Our hope is simple, that people have real encounters with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Please join us now for just five seconds to pray. Thank you so much. Here's Josh. We're so grateful for your prayers and thank you for joining us and choosing to invest some time in going after the experiences that God provides to his children. It's so cool that he does this. He is so interested in filling our lives with moments. Uh, Somebody called them anchor moments, you know, moments where they, um, you know, where you can look back and even in a tough space, you can, or a tough spot, you can, you can look back and you know that you know, that you know that God is real. We propose to you that those anchor moments aren't just once in a lifetime, but they can be every day. God isn't short on anchor moments or encounters. And um, I pray that you can even look back now and see that you have history with God. You have lots of experiences with Him that we didn't hold back because he never is so on this podcast we just um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so we read the word of God and then uh, you get two things faith and hearing ears as we do that so we take that and we walk into um, some teaching and then an activation and we believe in that activation, you can have real anchor moments with God. We'll just get started. I'm going to pray for you. And then we'll get into Song of Songs, uh, chapter 4. Lord, thank you for your presence. We just acknowledge that you're right here with us right now. It's so cool that you actually just are here. You're always here. We're so thankful for that. We declare we are fully present in this moment, right here and now as Father God wraps himself around us in mercy and acceptance. We just notice you right now in our chest, in our arms, in our legs, in our toes and feet. fingers and hands 
in her neck and shoulders, face and mouth, eyes and ears, brain and heart, spirit, soul, and body. We just notice you. We're fully present with you right here in your presence. We declare that we know you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We bind up anything that would try to hinder this time in Jesus' name with the authority that Jesus gave to us. We just bind it up right now and we put it at the feet of Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm excited to get into uh, Song of Songs chapter 4 today from the Passion Translation. And um, it's just a, such a poetic translation. And uh, it's already a very poetic book. And so the two together are like dynamite. And um, I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. Hope it blesses you. We'll go ahead and get started now. The Bridegroom King. Listen, my dearest darling. You are so beautiful. You are beauty itself to me. Your eyes are like gentle doves behind your veil. What devotion I see each time I gaze upon you. You are like a sacrifice ready to be offered. When I look at you, I see how you have taken my fruit and tasted my word. Your life has become clean and pure. Like a lamb washed and newly shorn, you now show grace and balance with truth on display. Your lips are as lovely as Rahab's scarlet ribbon, speaking mercy, speaking grace. The words of your mouth are as refreshing as an oasis. What pleasure you bring to me. I see your blushing cheeks opened like the halves of a pomegranate, showing through your veil of tender meekness. When I look at you, I see your inner strength, so stately and strong. You are as secure as David's fortress. Your virtues and grace cause a thousand famous soldiers to surrender to your beauty. Your pure faith and love rest over your heart as you nurture those who are yet infants. Shulamite I've made up my mind until the darkness disappears and the dawn has fully come. In spite of shadows and fears, I will go to the mountaintop with you the mountain of suffering love and the hill of burning incense. Yes, I will be your bride. The Bridegroom King Every part of you is so beautiful, my darling. Perfect is your beauty without flaw within. Now you are ready, my bride, to come with me as we climb the highest peaks together. Come with me through the archway of trust. We will look down from the crest of the glistening mounts and from the summit of our sublime sanctuary, from the lion's den 
and the leopard's lair. For you reach into my heart. With one flash of your eyes I am undone by your love. My beloved, my equal, my bride. You leave me breathless. I am overcome by merely a glance from your worshipping eyes. For you have stolen my heart. I am held hostage by your love and by the graces of righteousness shining upon you. How satisfying to me, my equal, my bride. Your love is my finest wine, intoxicating and thrilling. And your sweet, perfumed praises so exotic, so pleasing. Your loving words are like the honeycomb to me. Your tongue releases milk and honey. For I find the promised land flowing within you. The fragrance of your worshipping love surrounds you with scented robes of white. My darling bride, my private paradise, fastened to my heart. A secret spring that no one else can have are you. My bubbling fountain, hidden from public view. What a perfect partner to me now that I have you. Your inward life is now sprouting, bringing forth fruit. What a beautiful paradise unfolds within you. When I'm near you, I smell aromas of the finest spice. For many clusters of my exquisite fruit now grow within your inner garden. You are the nine pomegranates of passion, henna from heaven, spikenard so sweet, saffron shining. Fragrant calamus from the cross, sacred cinnamon, branches of scented woods, myrrh like tears from a tree, and aloe as eagles ascending. You are a fountain of gardens. A well of living water springs up from within you, like a mountain brook flowing into my heart. The Shulamite Bride Awake, O north wind! Awake, O south wind, breathe on my garden with your spirit wind. Stir up the sweet spice of your life within me. Spare nothing as you make me your fruitful garden. Hold nothing back until I release your fragrance. Come walk with me as you walked with Adam in your paradise garden. Come taste the fruits of your life in me. For so many of us, we need the peace that comes from knowing that God blesses the intimacy and sexual experience that comes with marriage. If for only that reason, it's important for us to take a deep dive into Song of Songs from time to time. Let there be peace. in our marriage. In this chapter we see three big themes. There's the beauty of love and intimacy. 
the purity and perfection of love, and the spiritual significance of marriage. Now, whether it's the church and Jesus that's experiencing these things, or it's um, it's a married couple, it's just a, a powerful, you know, look into the values from heaven's from heaven's perspective. There's also this um, this idea of the uh, the garden within. And I love how the chapter ends with that. Just come and see the garden within. You know, you you help plant these seeds. There's a part of you in me growing. I've probably talked about this before, but it's a it's a shame when when we are in a relationship and all we we get stuck, you know, in problem solving. And uh, problem solving solving is a reaction. It's rarely a proactive uh, situation. But if we want to heal our eyes and innocence and be able to see again, we kind of have to use this approach that we see so evident in Song of Songs. We have to look for the garden because the garden is everywhere. And mankind is best at tending and keeping. We were created to do that. We're not created to, to problem solve, to react. We're created to dream and to and to build. And uh, when you're on the receiving end of of someone's problem problem solving eyes, it's really painful because they're looking at you like you're a problem to be solved. And so turn that around and think about when you do it to others. And now you see what I'm talking about. It takes uh, some empathy to be able to sense what it feels like a little bit in others, but but I'm not here to shame anyone. I want to bring out the contrast between these two um, these two styles of of approaching, you know, task work. Uh, relationships you know remember what you were created for tending and keeping that's a proactive way to respond to your world and so maybe there are some places where we're not doing that right now and and um and I think it would be good to kind of really just bring Jesus into this because he has those eyes. He knows exactly how to tend and keep. And he shows it to us all the time, all the way through the scriptures.
So begin to imagine Jesus, um, but this time I want you to kind of place him in your heart. Let your heart be some kind of beautiful home, you know, with all the, all the rooms in a home. And I want you to picture Jesus and just, where do you picture him first? I'm asking you, where are you picturing him first? In this home that is your heart. Just be present, breathe deep, just imagine your heart is a home and Jesus is there. Where is he? A lot of times when we do things like this, I mean, it seems obvious to me uh, when I'm in sessions and um, it invites this spiritual connection in so many people. Uh, maybe not all, but um, I'm having trouble remembering any that don't, but um, so many will be caught off guard by, by how Jesus showed up. And maybe that's you right now, and I wouldn't doubt it at all. And chances are really good that Jesus and the Spirit of God is trying to communicate something to you. So what I want you to do is just ask Him. And Jesus, what does this mean to you? I see you here in my house, my heart house. What does this mean? What are you trying to tell me? And aware that sometimes it feels like we're fumbling around. I don't know how helpful the podcast um, creates um, just that anonymous kind of you're just listening by yourself. No one's there to judge you or anything. So I love I love how that creates that uh, autonomy and ability to just be real. And so if that's a comfort to you, then I'm grateful for that. But it just gives you that space. So just be real. I want to encourage you. And let it be messy. It's okay. But you can start wherever. And sometimes it's like it builds momentum. So you just keep pushing. And so maybe you need to ask another question. Just wasn't very significant. You didn't feel like you really got a clear answer. Dig a little deeper. And if you can, imagine yourself going into the house and walking up to where Jesus is. And maybe you even join him. If he's uh, setting a table, then you sit at the table. He's cleaning the bathroom. You clean the bathroom. He's hanging a ceiling fan. You come in and help him do that. He's playing with the kids. Join him for a minute 
and imagine how that feels and everything. Just kind of begin to embrace it. Ask Jesus, Jesus, is there something that you want me to know about the way I'm seeing something? Is there a lens I'm wearing? instead of tending and keeping. Jesus, tell me what you think about this situation that you're highlighting. Is there anyone that I need to forgive? You can just forgive them, I forgive them. They brought someone up. Begin to release them from judgment, judgments you've made against them and bless them. Jesus, what am I believing about this situation that isn't true? Jesus, can you tell me what the truth really is? Jesus, can you, can I give you this lens? Can I hand this over to you and exchange it for a new pair? And maybe just even go through the motions to get to give that prophetic act of faith just a moment and kind of take your glasses off and hand them to Jesus. Physically, just kind of take them off, hand them to Jesus. take and receive a new lens from Jesus and go ahead and put those on and 
And I want you to look back at that, what he just showed you, this, this situation where you were problem solving, you were reacting instead of tending and keeping. What do you see? I want you to kind of, as you look through these, look through them for three different things. Number one, look for things that you have been a part of growing already, intending and keeping in that situation. Now, number two, look for things that you can see differently now, what looks different. What options do you have? And you may want to spend more time on each of these, so there'll be time during this podcast if you'd like to consider these. The third thing I want you to consider is what could be. And I'll just pray for you real quick as, as you begin to do that. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that hope would arise within them. Lord, inspire hope right now in Jesus' name. Let hope arise. Let hope arise in Jesus' name. Let hope arise. Let hope be restored. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. As the music continues, just want you to begin to look around in your world. Allow Jesus to tell you where to look and say, Jesus, where should I look? And make sure the lenses are on, the ones that see how you can tend to keep. And just spend some time with Jesus looking around in your world with the tend and keep perspective on the past, present, and future. I pray this really blesses you and that you're able to take it into your practical world. Amen.
Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.